every time you go and get back up, you're getting a little bit better. And that's kind of how it's been for us. I really, I don't use that fear as a crutch. I use it as a tool. You can use it as a crutch and you can play the blame game and you can blame other people, but our life is really our responsibility. And I wanted to see how far I could go. It hasn't been so much a progression as a, as a series of stumbles into things that came along. It scares me to even say this because it's uncomfortable sometimes. Find partners that are accountable, that they can hold you accountable. If you're not there, be willing to make the change to go do it. We're doing what it takes, and and others aren't. Hey, this is the Bring Your Own Awesome miniseries, where we talk to cool people who are doing awesome things. I'm Dan Walchmidt, fearless leader of the Edgy Empire, and with me is my co-conspirator, Brock. Yeah, I'm Brock Edwards, and on Bring Your Own Awesome, we interview members of the community. We have a no-holds-barred conversation about their battle for success. So if you want to achieve a new level of success, join us at www.edgy.life. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the Bring Your Own Awesome podcast. I'm Dan Walshman. I'm joined by Brock Edwards. How are you, Brock? Good morning, morning, good afternoon, whatever time it is, wherever you are. Uh, this is take number two because I committed the cardinal rule of, of, uh, of, of do not do this on podcasts, which is leave your phone on so that your wife can call you. <laughs> so that will not happen again this time. But <clears throat> I'm excited by uh, today's interview, Brock, because uh, I've known Brian for a long time. Brian bashes for a long time. He's joining us today to talk a little bit about his brand of awesomeness without any further delay. Hey, Brian, welcome. Uh, how's it going? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning to you. So, uh, so I know a little bit about you, uh, which is great for me, but I think it would be great for the rest of the community to get to know a little bit about uh, you. Tell us who you are and what you do. That is so loaded of a question. We could go on and on, but uh, I really, I guess the simplest answer would be: I, I, I feel like I'm a I'm someone who just was raised in a fairly normal home, and um, I was in sports and different things, but didn't really. I was never really given much of a vision for my life, and uh, just kind of through the process of going to college and just experiencing different things in life, eventually getting married, having a job, doing all that stuff. I, I just kind of. I always felt like there was something bigger and better for me out there, um, but I never really knew how to process that and got introduced to some different people and some different things. And really, it's just I'm kind of the guy that it's been a process of time that has kind of led me to where I'm at today. So not necessarily. Sounds like you're. Well, I, I wouldn't say I'm searching as much now as maybe I used to be. It's It's really been more of a. Yeah, just it's just a discovery, but much of my life was just as if I was wandering around in a jungle looking and experiencing stuff, but didn't really know where I was going, per se. So, so Brian, you said it brought you to where you're at today. So where are you at today? Well, today I am at a point of my, – so my passion now is people and helping people really kind of discover their purpose. And in discovering their purpose, they they – it, it's revealed to them how much potential they have. I don't think you can know your potential until you know your purpose. 
And that's that's that is uh, very generic because there's a lot of specifics to that. But that is definitely my passion. So, so say a little more to that, Brian. So you can't know your I'm, I'm going to mess it up. You, you can't know your potential until you know your purpose. You can't know your purpose until you know your potential. Say that again. Well, like I was literally thinking about this just this morning. You know, I've got this crazy smartphone. And until I understand what its its purpose is, which is to maybe, you know, help me have some tools and different things at my fingertips and I, I, I start to access it, then I, in accessing it and checking it out and diving into it, I, I find out it does a whole heck of a lot more than just make a phone call, check, you know, take photos and surf the net. Um, there's, there's a ton of more tools in there, but... And, you know, I could never know the full potential of a vehicle until I, I get in it and start using it for, its you know, its purpose is transportation. But then there's a whole lot more potential for it with it. So, so, so Brian, can you mm. connect that to, to a person? So say, you know, I, I don't know, you know. Yeah. I, I'm a middle-aged guy. So say I approach you and go, man, you look like you have your life together, Brian. You've got this passion. You've got this purpose. I'm feeling lost. How do you help me out, Brian? Well, and this is where, um, again, I don't know what people's beliefs are out there, and I'm not trying to be preachy or anything, but I, I, I definitely believe in God, and I believe it. And, and to understand purpose, you, the whole idea of purpose, you can't know the purpose of a thing unless you know what the intent of the creator of the thing was. So how can I know the, the purpose of something if I don't know what was in the mind of the creator of the thing? So once I kind of figure out, okay, I was, I, I'm a created being, what the heck was I created for? But I don't, I don't ask myself that because I don't know. I didn't create myself. I got to ask the, the one that did. And once I kind of understand that now for me, again, this is just me personally. Yeah. I know that really the biggest thing and the coolest thing is just to know the, that, that creator, know him. And in knowing him and knowing how he created me and what he created me to do, that's where I discover what my potential is. I mean, and I'm realizing human beings are, have, unli I think, unlimited potential. I don't think there's really, I think the only limits we put on ourselves is what we, I mean, the only limits we have is what we put on ourselves mentally, in our own minds, in our own thoughts. Yeah. So that, I love what you just said. And I think this is something that, you know, at 39, I've started thinking about this a lot more. I get asked a lot, what's your purpose? What's your purpose? I'm like, oh man, I've got so many purposes. As a dad, uh, you know, as a husband, as a runner, as a, as a worker bee, uh, all, all these things. Uh, That's it. I, I love the fact that, you know, you, you, again, you, you, drop, you drop that quote, you don't know your potential until you know your purpose. And then how do you know your purpose? Well, you got you to ask the guy who created you, what's your purpose? What's your destiny for this world? How does that empower you on a daily basis? that knowledge or that, that, that awareness? Well, I think the biggest thing is this, and this is kind of funny. I, I was never very say entrepreneurial minded. And I, I think the more I discover this, this kind of unlimited potential, all of a sudden my eyes and my, my kind of my expectors are up everywhere I go. I, I, um, you know, you see a building, empty building somewhere and, and immediately you're thinking, man, what kind of business could go in there? Um, how could that serve the community? Every, you know, I'm in, I'm on the board of directors for our um, a soccer club and, you know, how can we make that this, this more awesome, you know, bigger and how do we reach more and, and help more kids. And, and it, you start to think it's possibility thinking instead of a, 
You know, I, I heard a, an audio once about the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. A fixed mindset is, well, it's just the way I am. That's just how, that's just how it is. And, and you're just stuck. But when you start to understand that, man, I have unlimited. I, there's no excuses. I can't make any excuses. I have unlimited yeah. potential. And so I'm open to ideas. Man, people have an idea for me. I'll listen to anything. Um, and, and I'm not afraid to, you know, now, now because I know my purpose, someone might present an idea to me. I might, it might be an awesome idea. But you know what? That doesn't quite align with where I'm headed with my purpose. Um, great idea, man. I'll encourage you. I'll help you just like you guys do. Um, but, uh, you know, and, you know, maybe I can help with some ideas or different things or, you know, kick things around with you, but that may not be where I'm at today. Uh, so I just, that's how so I, this, yeah. So th- this is interesting. This is really interesting because, because your backstory is feels like you're raised pretty comfortably. You know, uh, you weren't raised in a family where you know, you were struggling to make ends meet, or at least, you know, you don't remember it that way. Um, you, you kind of had, Things okay. It, the life was okay growing up. I mean, I've done some interviews where people were like, "Dude, I was homeless. I was broke. I knew I needed to make radical change." It sounds like you know things were okay, and then all of a sudden you realized, "Hmm, I'm not happy with everything just being okay. I want, you know, I'll use the word awesome because that's the name of this podcast. But maybe it's I want more, or I want to figure things out." When did that? W- when did that start kicking in? Was that you know a year ago, months ago, decades ago? When, when did that thought process for you start? And that's, that's, again, there's, there's a couple of key points. Um, believe it or not, I actually started going to a church that taught totally differently than I ever heard of. That's what kind of led me on this whole thing of unlimited potential. Cause a lot of the growing up, a lot of the, I guess, I don't know if it was specifically taught, but a lot of these, a lot of, um, I don't want to say churches, but just there's teaching out there that, you know, God's just trying to beat you over a whip and control your life. And, you know, it's it's almost like a slave taskmaster kind of mindset. And that isn't it at all. It's like, man, God wants to unleash us on the earth, man, to do some awesome things. And um, so that was one process. But then then we actually went through. Now, we did go through some struggle. And that was, a we, you know, 2008 happened. My wife was in real estate. I joked that she was my sugar mama. I was in a, I was a recreation director for a small city uh, down here in Colorado. And, but then 2008 came, we, I had furlough days, real estate market tanked, and we were terrible with our money. Everything was financed. And when you lose 60% of your income, the banks don't let you pay 60% less of your bills. And so we, we did go bankrupt and that, so that was definitely a key point, but, but it really, what it did, it introduced me to, I had, I had to figure out finances and that's, that's just a harsh reality that I don't care what a person does. If they can't get the money thing right, they will never fulfill their potential. And what is the person on the side of the street begging for money? Wow. We, we gotta have money. Uh, everybody does. And, and it's just supposed to be a tool to maximize our potential. I believe, you know, it's just a tool. Yeah. You know, and I don't care if people, yeah, but anyway, so that, that was, that was what triggered this whole other side of things and made me realize, man, I can't get so focused in on one little area of my life. I gotta, I gotta be good. And, and there's, there's key areas in our lives to, to fulfill what we got to do here. I don't know if that answered your question. I'm trying to remember your question now. <laughs> so, so, so question for you based on that, Brian, and 
where do you see people getting in their own way? Whether it's with finances or limiting their potential, where where do we tend to trip ourselves up from what you've seen? Oof. Ooh. Uh, I personally, I think it starts in our own dang society. You know, it could start in our own families. I mean, so I look at my family, a good family. My dad loved me and my parents loved me. I know that. I, I have no doubt about that. But I was not taught a thing about financial literacy. I, heck, I wasn't taught any, a thing about my parents just kind of said, hey, whatever you want to do, do it. So I'm a 18 year old kid. Decide I'm going to go to, I was, I wrestled. That was my thing. That was my, that's what I did. I was a wrestler. I, I won a national championship back in 1989 and my whole life revolved around that. And, you know, and I didn't really, so I went to college to wrestle and then I had to kind of figure out what am I going to do with my degree? And so my life was very much left to my own thinking. But as Einstein says, the same thinking that creates problems in our lives cannot be used to fix the problem. And it, it's just been this process that I find now I understand like th th that's what's so awesome about what you guys are doing. We have to get exposed to new ideas and new thinking and new, you know, new stuff. And so we be the product. We're a product of our environment. We're a product of the information we receive. So where we get in the way is. If we're not controlling the information that we take in, um, I mean, we, we are a product of what we think and where do our, our thoughts are generated by information we take in. And that, it, it, it could be anything. It could be experiences. It could be our schooling. It could be uh, stuff we learn on a job. It could be relationships. And then how we, you know, how we uh, process that information and, and respond yeah. to it. Yeah, I love that. I love the idea product of your relation of, of your environment. People don't realize that. And I, I, I am, I'm a political junkie. One of the decisions I had to make this year was to literally cut a lot of that out of my life mm. because I'd wake up in an angry mood because I was tracking news right. that wasn't meant to be like encouraging. It was meant to be like, you know, helping somebody, you know, I, I just was negative. There was not one positive thing I could say, honestly, from the bottom of my soul that was happening. And I was just like taking a deep dive off the pool or off the uh, diving board into this pool of negativity and then going, why am I so angry? Why am I so wound up? What's going on? Bye. And it was because of this. Right. So, so I had a similar experience growing up as well, where my parents, you've heard my stories many times, very religious you know, no TV in the home, had to read a book a day. And, um, you know, just this is what you're going to do. And there were a lot of things I was taught. And of course, I say I wasn't taught necessarily how to be a good husband. Um, and when I realized like, like, like how unprepared I was to be a husband, and I mean, I wrote a whole book about this or part of a book about it. Like it was crushing. Right. When I say crushing, it was crushing. I was like, I, not only... Do I realize that I'm a screw up in this moment? But I also realize that I have no wherewithal, knowledge, or experience to fix this problem. And that's probably the wrong thinking, but that's how that's the realization I had. It was like an oh shit times 50 moment. Like, uh-oh. Right. <laughs> this is bad. So where did you go to start figuring this out? I'm guessing, you know, you talk about change your environment, change how you think. So how did you what, what did you do to change your environment? Well, that's yeah. I got introduced to the the company I work with now. It's it is a network marketing company, and and that in and of itself was a tough one because you know I had a little bit of a perception of what those things were, but this one was a little different. It was just about 
really educating our lives. Their, their whole concept is read, listen, associate, you know, um, you know, dive into good books, uh, listen to great podcasts, audios, different things, and make sure you're associating with people that are, that are on a path, at, at least on the path to a dream. Um, you don't necessarily have to go associate with multimillionaires and upper echelon people, although that's, that's cool when you can do that too. But at least get on the path with other dreamers and other people who are willing to grow and learn and change and chase something. Um, that's that. It was really this information that opened my whole, it changed everything. It changed everything for my life. Um, now, I had a little bit of that, um, you know, through the, the church I started going to. They, they were big on, you know, just learning and growing and reading. It was just kind of a different environment and leadership. But, they, but it wasn't systematic. Then I get involved with a company that that's what we do is educate people. And, and, and by while well, first being educated ourselves and that, that was it. And so now I, I mean, I, I just love it. I, I, I love, I love, I just love reading and learning and uh, new concepts and, and just, you know, kind of like the, you know, the whole potential thing, you go back to that. You, we didn't have a clue of our potential as a father until we became a father. You know, we don't even realize what it even means to be a father and, or, or maybe being, becoming a dad. That's when we realize, like you said, Holy cow, I don't have any idea. So, and I didn't have any idea. So what did I do? I picked up some books and started reading and started learning from people who did a good job with their kids. And, um, you know, we, that, we have a, a phrase in our company called uh, dream struggle victory. Yeah. You know, you have a dream, then you got to go through this struggle of learning and achieving and, and changing and, and becoming, and then you get the victory and all that education so, is part of that. One, one, one thing I love about what you just mentioned was this, and I love that analogy because I'm in the, uh, like yourself, I have this, inc- once I realized the answers were out there, and I think this is great for anyone listening right now, I had this epiphany, someone solved this problem. Just like you said with your financial right. questions, you weren't, you didn't have a managed checkbook, but you, you were aware, like somebody's figured this out. Right. The answers are out there. I mean, you have people who've taken five, six, four, you know, three years to write a book and it's 200 pages. And if you can read that in a day, a week, a month, you have hopefully great information most of the time, right? Great right. information. And that's what's empowering. That I think is the kernel of awesomeness. We talk a lot about awesome as if it's like, oh, I'm going to hit 700 home runs in a lifetime. No, it's this, it's this ability to say the answers are out there. And the only thing that holds me back is my own, you know, unwillingness to go get the answers. Right. So I'm going to go do it. And that, that right there is the kernel. When we talk about bring your own awesome, that's what I think the awesome is that awareness that there is the only potential I limit myself by is my inability to learn. What was the second one? Struggle and grow. dream, struggle, victory, dream, struggle, victory. Brock, I got to throw this to you, brother. All right. Well, now, Brian, so you'd mentioned something that really resonates because you were talking. I mean, and I'm backing up a little bit in our conversation here just about what we're putting into our minds about the environment that we put ourselves in. And, you know, Jim Rohn famously years ago said that we are the average of the five people we associate with. Dan, uh, our friend uh, Jason Womack has talked about that quite a bit. And I heard someone else put it differently uh, the other day. They said, basically, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Right. And and that just kicked me in the head. I mean, I've heard it said other ways, but the idea of, 
somehow that moves it from kind of the abstract of, yeah, you're an average of something to, no, that's your future you're looking at around you. Just take a look around you. That's where you're going. Is that where you want to be? And I guess I, I'm, I'm just kind of processing what you said out loud here, Brian, because it, it did resonate. This is something that's been going through my head recently. So you have uh, th this great community around you here in, in the edgy empire. And we've got like over a thousand people right now, really super sharp, awesome people, all up to really cool things. So if you could ask them anything, like, where are you stuck at? Where, where, where is that thing where you're just going, man, I just need that one bit of information. I just need to have that one conversation with someone. Uh, so how can we help you move forward here? What's, what's your ask of the empire? You know, with, I know that was part of the kind of the uh, initial questions that I had to fill out. And I, I thought about that for a while. I mean, one of the things I, I had put on there was wanting to know what um, people's top five books are. You know, back to what Dan said, you know, Will Smith, Will Smith is one. I, I, if you ever get a chance to study that guy, he'll, he, he talks about how, you know, Every yeah, every problem we face has been solved somewhere, and it's probably written in a book somewhere. And so he's huge on reading; has his kids read and stuff. And so there's probably books out there. I, I you know, I, I would like to know. <laughs> I, I don't actually have a specific thing because I have such a good support system, but I want to know different books. I guess that's the big. What are the top five books that people have really gleaned some? some insights from um and i guess the other thing could be is the just the management of of our attitude what are some strategies for maintaining a, a solid rock solid positive attitude in the in the face of struggle in the face of disappointment um that that's always those are always important um you know it's always important to manage our, our mindset and our attitude and our response to struggle yeah, boy, isn't that the truth? Unbelievable. Yeah, that's something I'm continually looking for too. Well, look, the empire, you have been challenged. <laughs> You've been asked, right? Uh, deep these questions. Brock, I think we found um, another bit of awesomeness here. Uh, definitely, definitely. It's been a great conversation, Brian. I, you and I have spoken a little bit in the past, and I always take something away from it. And really love that just this idea of you don't know your full potential until you know your purpose. I've got to think about that a bit more. Yep. I'll use one quick little thing that I thought about. If, if, if some cargo trailer ended up in, in the middle of, you know, Africa or Brazil or something where people, they look at it, they see wheels on it and they're kind of like, well, this, this could be helpful. And they load stuff up onto it, but then they pull it, they just pull it around, you know, with, you know, manually themselves well they're 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 getting a level of that potential but but if they don't understand its full purpose is to be hooked to an actual vehicle they're not maximizing that it's it's potential to, to travel longer distances and different things so man you know definitely figure out how were you created what what's in you what are your gifts your talents your strengths your abilities and then as you as you tap into those and hold them, I think I think we start to open the doors to seeing what are. I, I I think that's incredibly uh, that's spot on. So thank you, Brian, for spending some time with us. Um, we we have to do this again, and um, we'll we'll definitely share bo what books we're reading, mindsets we're sharing, and uh, I love that yeah. phrase: "You don't know your potential until you know your purpose." Thanks for joining us today. Thanks a lot, guys. 
If you're the sort of person who is always looking to surround yourself with champion-grade awesomeness, like that last interview Brock and I shared with you, go to edgy.life and join us. That's www.edgy.life. Take your personal and professional game, your life, to that next level of awesomeness. See you there. Ooh.